0: So here is verse number three of the song I'm breaking down called forever young without the singing. May your hands always be busy. May your feet always be swift. May you have a strong foundation when the winds of changes shift. May your heart always be joyful and may your song always be sung. May you stay forever young. May your hands always be busy and Feet always be swift. You know, when I first read um, the work of Dr. David Katz uh, and, and encountered the concept of what you do with your heart and your feet and your 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 bed and your brain and your hands, it was it was the hands that I thought most about. If I recall, Dr. Katz was was really speaking about not smoking cigarettes, which is something I did for 22 years. I was quitting for 15 of those, but nevertheless. But he was also alluding to what you put into your hands that that enters your mouth, right? Notice these five domains, as I now call them, doesn't include (laughs) what you do with your food uh, because that's what your hands are for, getting food in your mouth, I suppose, unless you're bobbing for apples. But you don't want to keep your hands busy with food all the time. So I go back to just being physically busy and engaged in something with my hands. Moving my feet and legs is critical, of course, and being fully engaged. Very important, especially when I'm running through the woods. But hands. But am I engaging in nature with my hands? I mean, no doubt. I I guess no doubt. I'm just presuming this line really refers to the idle hands make devils work concept. But I'm not really much to consider the devil very often. So I just think about, am I getting my hands in the soil? into trees, into plants, am I doing the gardening, weeding, anything that gets my hands engaged with nature? Like a small child might engage with nature by touching everything. Of course, they also put everything in their mouths, and I'm absolutely not uh, recommending that necessarily. (laughs) And regarding feet being swift, you know, I'm always I'm consistently working on my ability to move, right? Can I move with ease, limited or no pain? Am I, am I able to adjust my direction in a heartbeat? Mostly for me, either directly or indirectly, this involves developing a sense of what's called proprioception. It's a, one of the senses in our bodies. And it basically tells us whether we're stable and balanced or sort of where our bodies are relative to gravity. Or where one body part is relative to others, I suppose, and this sense developing and improving this sense of proprioception really is really helpful to staying upright more often uh, when you need to move your feet unexpectedly swiftly uh, now there 's going to be much more of that uh, much more on that uh, down the line when it comes to connecting your brain with your body and your feet uh, but uh, but for now, you know I think uh, a, a good Brain-body connection certainly helps you have a strong foundation when the winds of changes shift. I think that should be winds of change shift, but they needed an extra syllable. But anyway, uh, but besides the brain-body connection, the the meaning I draw from this is really, it's just all the things that I've discussed from this song, all the phrases and the ideas. When combined, provide with a strong foundation. But that doesn't mean inflexibility. Things happen. Change and loss must and will always occur, no matter your effort to prevent them. Maybe it's the wellness North Star that I mentioned a while back. Any North Star you establish, but having the flexibility to adjust in the face of change and tragedy while staying pointed towards what's important, staying tuned into that, can just significantly help reduce the stress that often comes with change. There's a lot I could talk about right here right now from from this moment years ago when my car blew up uh, right, kind of right in my face while I was driving it. In the car comes to a dead stop in the middle of the road and bursts into flames right there while I'm sitting behind the steering wheel. That moment, which I will undoubtedly talk about, changed the trajectory of my life so significantly. But I somehow pulled, very quickly, as I'll tell in the story, uh, very quickly pulled the positive out of it. But there's also just the small things, the small little things that you don't even notice perhaps that force you to change direction. But I've always remembered that my number one goal of being the the sort of the best me that I can be, living the best life I can, is to be well, to beat depression primarily, and to always get up, which is a mantra I've had a long time in my life. It's actually engraved on my road ID, which is a bracelet I wear when I go out running and riding. Always get up. It's not much of a choice that you have in the matter. Actually, that's just like Jocko Willink's uh, put your feet on the floor and get get the heck out of bed. I never really thought about how those two are the same. (laughs) I created Always Get Up long before I read that line from Jocko, but they they certainly go together. May your heart always be joyful and your song always be sung. You know, it's hard, if not impossible, to, to really always be happy. What does that even mean to be happy? But there is joy to be discovered in so many things, so many experiences and actions around us. Perhaps this is actually the line that is most important to me because so much of my wellness work, so much of the, of really so much of everything that I do is in service of keeping pain and depression at bay and one of the most critical, essential, and effective weapons that I have in that battle. A weapon I've trained long and hard with is the use of joy. I seek it out, I look for joy, I feel for it. I find ways to infuse joy or pull the joy out of nearly everything I possibly can. I would even broaden that to include just simply finding what's positive. It is not a foolish, task to seek out what's positive in every situation or in any situation. It is a choice. It is a genuine personal choice and one that I've been learning how to make for a long, long time. I think about this Greek philosopher, uh, Epictetus, who, I'm not going to get this right, but he says something like, every, every experience has two handles. You can either grab an experience by the handle of, of anger and resentment, or you can grab it by the handle of gratitude and appreciation and opportunity. It's a choice. And as far as a song being sung, well, I've been singing for my whole life. I know this is a very literal interpretation of the lyric, but it's important. I sang in elementary school, in high school, in college, in shows across the country, on the streets, and in the New York City subway, which I actually did as a birthday present to myself. On my birthday, I took a few friends, a couple friends, and I went down to the subway. I believe it was the Columbus Circle, either that or 96th Street, and I sang. (laughs) That was an amazing experience. I sing in a band to this day, and throughout my teenage years, when, when depression was, was just hitting hard, music and singing never left me. I mean, I'm sure the lyric really refers, well, I'm guessing it refers to an in- internal song being sung, but again, pulling from the previous lines about knowing your truth, seeing the light around you, but it all comes together when you're singing from your heart, your heart will show through the song, whatever that song might be. I see life and all that I experience through a lens of awe and wonder and joy, try to see something new, no matter how many times I've experienced it, and respond with curiosity whenever possible. It is part of my wellness plan, part of the set of guidelines that keep me moving in a positive direction along my personal path of wellness. And in so many ways, I truly do try to stay forever young. Until next time.